Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name's Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about residency red tape. Illegal black market scam nightmare. That's how one of our listeners described the process of trying to navigate the bureaucracy around moving to Catalonia. On today's podcast, we're asking why it is so hard to get an NIE appointment. That's an appointment for the Foreigner Identification Number, or NIEs as they're known here. Unless, of course, you pay. We'll be hearing some Kafka-esque tales that you've sent in of your experiences with the immigration system. And we try to get an explanation from a top Spanish government official in the province of Barcelona. With me here today are Killian Shields and Christina Tomas White. Good to see you both. Good to see you, Lorcan. Lorcan, how are you? So today's topic is quite a complex one, but basically, if you're a foreigner who lives in Spain, you need a NIE for, well, pretty much anything, isn't it? Yeah, all foreign residents in Spain need a NIE, and you need it, for example, to be able to sign a work contract or to open a bank account or to become eligible for benefits. Technically, if you are from the EU, you might be able to sign a contract with only your passport, but it really depends on the company in question. Like, they might give you a hard time. When in doubt, get your NIE. Yeah, people ask you all the time for your DNI, which is your national ID number if you're Spanish. So this number, the NIE, is kind of the equivalent to that for yeah, foreigners. Yeah, and in fact, I think a lot of um, people not, might not even realize that foreigners have a different card. They might very well ask you for your DNI, even if you have a NIE rather than a DNI. But it's not an actual ID card, we should say. There is one called the TA, which is Foreigner Identity Card. If you're an EU citizen, you don't actually have to apply for the TA as long as you have your NIE. But for citizens from outside the EU, they have to apply for a TA. But the thing is, whether it's a NIE you're applying for or a TA or the EU certificate, which is kind of like a piece of paper that has your NIE written on it, but it's not a photo ID, the appointments to get any of these things are impossible <laughs> that's not yeah. an understatement <laughs> no it? it's it's really really tough especially in barcelona i mean in theory the legitimate way to apply for a cita previa which is a prior appointment something that you need for all of these kind of bureaucratic procedures um you can do that on you know a spanish government website and you put your details in you ask can i have an appointment please for you know whatever province that you're in because it works by province here so barcelona girona tarragona Lleida, for example and inevitably if you're doing it in barcelona it will more than likely tell you ah we're sorry at this moment in time there are no appointments available I will say, however, that um, I did manage to find an appointment uh, one of the days that I was on the site. I mean, I've gone on this site, I don't know how many times in the past <laughs> two, three weeks, just, you know, just out of curiosity. Um, I was able to find an appointment in Tarragona, but I found none in Girona or Barcelona or okay. Lleida. And they're few and far between. Yeah, basically. yeah, no. I mean, I, I was at it for a while. And um, if you're not from the EU, it's even more complicated because you have to get an appointment for everything. You need to get an appointment to provide like your, your fingerprints. You need an appointment to pick up the TA, etc., etc. And you're not um, going to a police station like all other EU citizens. You're going to the Oficina de Extranjería, so like the immigration office. Uh-huh. And for every one of those steps, you have to apply for yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a, an appointment. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're faced with the same problem every time. And what happens if you don't have your TA? 
Well, um, if you're from the EU, I mean, if you don't have your EU certificate or NIE document or whatever from the EU, I mean, if you just show some form of ID, you should be fine. But um, it could be tricky for non-EU residents. Um, if they do not have their TIA on them and they get stopped, they could be fined up to 500 euros. Kellyanne, what was it like for you trying to get your NIE, you know, when you moved here? Pretty difficult. Um, like all of these experiences that we're just describing right now, I lived them years ago when I when I first moved here to Barcelona. At first, with my naive eyes, I, I tried the legitimate route to go down and went on the website like day after day for a couple of weeks until someone actually in the law department in the first job that I had here in Barcelona, which, by the way, actually managed to get a job without one of these numbers but he informed me about this sort of fairly informal black market going on where I could go to a shop that's called a locutorio here which is essentially just like a photocopying shop and I was able to go there pay 20 euros give them a photocopy of my passport and the guy in this shop managed to get me an appointment for the following week. I actually thought I had a complete nightmare of an experience trying to get my NIA and my EU certificate. But actually, when I hear other people's experience, I think I got off pretty lightly. It was just a few weeks of getting up incredibly early and constantly trying, basically devoting my life to trying to get this appointment. But in the end, I did actually get one, which is more than can be said for some other people. So over the last few weeks, we've been asking you to get in touch with us on social media to tell us some of your stories about uh, trying to get these appointments. And we had so many that we couldn't include all of them. But here's a flavour of what we received. Hi, so I'm a student from America. So basically, I have to get that same appointment every year. The first year, I went through a lawyer, which was about 70 or 80 euros. I actually got my appointment a week um, from when I requested it. Um, so it was a pretty easy process. I got the lawyer from my school, but then I found out that that lawyer uses one of those hackers. And if you go directly through the hacker, it's about 40 euros. And everyone from my school uses the same guy. Like nobody really knows his name. We just have his number and it's just sent around and we send him a message and he gets us the appointment and we pay him the money. But yeah, that's the situation. So my name's Zach, I'm American. I've had monster issues with this. Um, I actually have a lawyer who was helping me fill out all of my paperwork in January of 2020, um, which was my renewal for my NIA. He even said, look, there's a mafia and he was able to give me a number to have somebody help me get a Cita Previa. My renewal was a nightmare. I tried for months and months and months before I had to resort to just paying somebody. And it was 50 euros and I had an appointment the next day. So yeah, it's a full-on mafia. I, it pissed me off. And it doesn't affect Spanish people, so I don't think the Spanish government cares. It only affects immigrants, it seems. Hey there. I'm an expat. I'm from Bulgaria and I came to Barcelona for a job and I was told that I had a very limited amount of time to get my NIA. For two months I tried to get an appointment and I couldn't and then I found out that there's the, the option to do it using a company. 
So for the knee, I paid 90 euro for an appointment booking and accompanying to the office because I don't speak Spanish. I mean, I paid 90 euro for a service that's supposed to be public. I should have had access to it without having to give more money. And I mean, I'm, I'm go coming from a country that the average wage is around 400 euro. So you can imagine what a 90 euro fee for their service cost me. Hi, my name is Daria. Basically, I moved here four years ago from Russia. When you first move here, if you're not from the EU, you're given three months to get a knee appointment. So I went on the website. I very quickly found out that it was pretty much impossible. And I found out that there, there were companies doing this. I emailed them. They replied very quickly. They got me a seat in like four or five days or something. So basically, I had to pay them 90 euros. The day of the CETA, I arrived and there was a girl. Uh, she was really nice, really professional, had really good English. She had all, all, all of our paperwork. There were like maybe five other people. And um, she took us all inside and we didn't even have to talk to anybody, which was the weirdest thing. So the whole thing was kind of very convenient, but at the same time, as obviously like it's messed up. Like you should be able to get a CETA. My name is Rupert, and two years ago when my Nia was stolen with my wallet and I went to the police station to file a, um, a report um, and I was asking about trying to get a new Nia, you know, assuming that would, as I'm already in the system and I've already had my Nia number, I could just get a replacement card, maybe from the police station. Um, unfortunately, no. was informed that I would have to start the whole process again and go through all the normal appointments. Um, when I explained to the police officer that it was impossible to get an appointment these days um, because everyone was booking them and then selling them. Uh, the police officer just looked at me straight in the eye and said, uh, yes, we know. <laughs> and I explained that that's not okay. And they said, they're sorry, there's nothing they could do about it. Um, and my, me, myself, I mean, I'm, I, I don't mean to judge Spain in any way, but I'm from, from England. And if this would been happening, it'd be a scandal that would be everywhere and would be uh, being reported. Hello, uh, my name is Leslie Lavelle and I live in Barcelona. My renewal was in August. I started searching for citas in June, all the time, every day, multiple times a day. In September, I was able to get one for myself for the following month in October. So that was from June to October. It took me um, to actually get through the door. I was on all of the websites, all of the WhatsApp chats and Telegram chats, talking with everyone, creating pseudo friends with people I did not know just because we were all helping each other. So um, essentially we could try to get citas, but it was an absolute mess. So it needs to be fixed ASAP. Thanks very much to everyone who got in touch with us. I mean, we heard there some of the problems. We know the problems. So in the past few weeks, we've been trying to find out, you know, what's behind them and contacting some of the places that sell appointments and, and seeing, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. how did they get them and stuff. So tell us a little bit about how that's gone. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Christina and I, we took to the streets of Barcelona and we just decided to visit as many of these locutorios as we could, these shops that I was describing earlier on. And we essentially just entered, uh, acted dumb, just yeah, said yeah. like, oh, we need a an appointment for our 
Irish friend here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my poor Irish friend. He's just been waking clueless. up. Clueless. Speaks hardly any Spanish, no Catalan. He, he's he been waking up early every morning trying to get an appointment and he just can't. Like, can, can you help us out here? So we just wanted to see essentially what the procedure was to see even what the pricing is nowadays. Um, and what we found was that essentially the situation that I was able to avail of a few years ago seems to be no longer there. Pretty much everybody that we spoke with... All of them, all of them. They tried to get appointments and weren't able to. So they were telling us that before the pandemic hit, it was no problem. They could sell you a cita previa, Mm -hmm. a prior appointment for like the coming week or maybe in two weeks time. But nowadays, it's a completely barren wasteland of no prior bookings available at all. And also the first person that we spoke to, um, that we spoke with said that um, people think that, you know, everyone in the locutorio is involved in like some sort of huge mafia. But he was saying that they'd just simply have someone like try for hours to find an appointment over and over and just over again. They did what you did. Yeah, Manual yeah, labor. Yeah, was, yeah, just They so, did the Lorcan method. <laughs> you know, they, they were saying like, we don't have any connections with anyone in the police. You know, we're just, you know, at it. Just for hours constantly on trying to book an appointment the legitimate way. And eventually they'll And then selling them. them, we have to say. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then selling them. But I, free, I will say yes. that the prices at locutorios are lower than the ones that you will um, hear of at, like... Advertised online, for example. Yeah, or? yeah, and like potential law firms that may or may not actually be law firms. Okay, so you've contact, you yeah, were contacting yeah, a few places um, that advertised um, it as well. Yeah, no, and I got two sets of responses. I got people that were telling me, so what one situation was a bit questionable where someone was asking me for 150 euros okay. and they told me that they could find, they could get me an appointment in a week's time. And, you know, I was just asking Which, That them. just doesn't square with everything that we've tried, like to legitimately try and get yeah, a, an yeah. appointment. Like it really seems that there's none available through our best efforts, at least. Yeah. And I was just trying to act dumb. I was like, well, you know, how do you do it? You mm. know, my, my poor Irish friend, you know, he's just been trying. I, I don't understand. And he, the person I was speaking with, was very... Uh, and this was at a law firm, was it? Yeah, so supposedly a law firm that specializes in immigration law in Spain. And um, he was just like, las conseguimos y punto. Which means? Uh, we, 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 we get the appointments and... and Full stop. And that's that. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, he yeah. didn't give any more information. We'll say he, no he more about that. Right. But then there was another um, law firm that I spoke with where the, the woman was very, very nice on the phone. She was telling me that a lot of people think that, you know, they think that we're in cahoots with the police or that we have some sort of connection. We don't. We actually just keep on trying the legitimate way and then we, we, we sell the appointments if we're able to get them. But, you know, it might be it might take a few months for me to get one for you. So very different tones coming out of a few of the different law firms that we contacted. And and she even told me that um, when she was trying to get an appointment for her son, she she was at the extranjería office and had a bit of a fit or she was just really upset and um, a police officer took pity on her and told her when to check online. The exact time. The exact time. And she was able to get an appointment like that. Well, that's that. what you see. There's there's forums online, you know, if you're on Facebook or there's WhatsApp chats and everything about, you know, all these different tips and tricks is, oh, they release the appointments on yeah. Wednesday at 6am or whatever. And I remember when I was looking for my appointment, that's what I was checking. You know, I'm not sure how much truth is in that or, or how much they vary it or if it depends mm-hmm. from province to province. I get the sense that the timings that they're released change constantly. Yeah, yeah. So keeping everybody guessing, keeping yeah. everybody on their toes. And there's also killing people that say that if you know what you're doing uh, on a computer, you could make a little bot to try and get these appointments 
you know, automatically harvest them the same way ticket tights when uh, tickets are released can buy a whole load of tickets. That's right, yeah. I've done some research looking at like Reddit forums, uh, Facebook as well. And just there's a lot of tech savvy people out there at the moment who are able to just build uh, what seem to be fairly basic level scripts, which will just save the information that you need to input into the form and just constantly, constantly try to get you an appointment. So you could just leave the program running. You can, you know, go ahead, have your dinner. You can go to bed if you want, leave it running all night. And eventually when you look back at it, you'll be like, ah, cool, I've got my appointment for next week. Yeah. In fairness, I'd like to add as well that most of the people who seem to be writing about these publicly, they expressed a lot of frustration at the ineptitude of the system, uh, the frustration at their failure at getting an appointment legitimately. And so they wanted to do this as a matter of, you know, just helping themselves. No one was advertising that they were selling them using mm-hmm. these bots. Mm-hmm. But you could, obviously, if, you know, that is a possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, on that note, I found an ad online a couple of days ago, and I just put in fake information, you know, pretending to be looking for a knee appointment. And um, I got an email saying that I could book an appointment in February in Igualada. I had something very similar. Uh, I've been contacting a few numbers on WhatsApp as well. Um, and, you know, these people are asking me for like my passport number, various details like this. And they're giving me all sorts of different prices between 40 and 150 euro. And the only appointment that was proposed to me was, again, Igualada in February. Yeah. And it's not nearly as difficult to get your Spanish passport or the NAE. I think people from here maybe don't know about this problem. If it doesn't affect you, why would you think about it? And maybe that's why it's been a problem for years and it doesn't seem like a whole lot has been done about it. Might be. And when you look online, people seem to be convinced that there's corruption going on, that there's some kind of mafia or there's people in cahoots with the police that are able to find out when these appointments are going to be released. But has there actually been any investigations into wrongdoing in the police? Um, yeah, no. So um, actually corruption regarding the knee appointments is not completely unheard of. There was just a case in Tarragona where they found that there was a worker, someone who worked for the police in Tarragona, but who wasn't a police officer, was um, modifying the, the appointments and then selling them. And this is actually not the only case of corruption when it comes to knee appointments. Um, a few months before that, in March 2021, in Castelló, so not in Catalonia, but in the Valencia region south of Catalonia, um, the head of the immigration office there was actually arrested for allegedly um, accepting bribes in exchange for appointments. Okay, and you mentioned that's outside Catalonia. We should say, if it's not obvious, you know, the system is the same. All, all over Spain. All over Spain. But Barcelona, maybe because it's got such a high proportion yeah. of yeah. foreign residents, it seems to be particularly difficult yeah, to get Yeah, it's really tricky in like big cities like Barcelona and Madrid. Has there been any investigations that we know of in Barcelona? So a year ago, the Spanish police began investigating in, Catalo- in, in Barcelona, sorry, um, instances of potential fraud relating to like the sale of these appointments um, following what Teresa Cunillera, the 
Spanish government delegate in Catalonia uh, described as rumors. Um, but R- rumors uh, about like uh, appointment, about a paying for appointments. Yeah, yeah, about the uh, mafia and the black market. Okay. And um, so following this investigation, the government did limit the number of appointments that um, people can book from the same IP address to three. Um, but there are some suspicions that, you know, there, there, there are ways of bypassing this. Yeah, I mean, if you're able VPNs. to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there are some investigations into corruption and and potential fraud going on. Uh, And actually to find out, you know, a bit of the official viewpoint, the official response. Christina, this week you spoke to Carlos Prieto. He is a Spanish government representative in the province of Barcelona. And this is what he had to say. I imagine you've received complaints about it being a very difficult process. How many appointments are available in the province of Barcelona? First of all, we don't get complaints about it being impossible because there are a thousand appointments per day. Therefore, it is not impossible. It's not impossible, but it can sometimes be complicated to book appointments at certain times and at certain police stations. That is true. Why is this so complicated? Has it gotten worse because of the pandemic? First of all, before 2018, the Zapatero government's mass regularization of immigrants created a backlog at times, and a lot of people were not able to renew their permits during the lockdown months. The Spanish government also inherited a considerable lack of human resources from the previous conservative government, which is why we are now bolstering these services. Of course, we'd like everything to be faster and for people not to have to worry about getting an appointment. Is it illegal to sell appointments? If you, let's say, wanted to book an appointment, all you'd have to do is click on a button at a certain time to see if there are any available, right? If you do this at an internet cafe or any other business, it's not illegal for them to provide you with the service, as long as it's not done under the table. What would be illegal would be for them to do it under the table. That was Carlos Prieto, a Spanish government representative in Barcelona province. Our thanks to him. I think it's a really interesting topic, maybe one that, as we said, Catalans and Spaniards don't really know just how frustrating it is for foreigners. Christina, have you had a taste of that frustration uh, like while investigating? <laughs> Definitely. It? I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've gone on the, the website, like the official website to get an appointment and I just haven't found any in Barcelona. Um, and it's been interesting too because, you know, the, the ad that I found online a couple days ago um, where, you know, I gave in my information pretending to be, pretending to be Irish again. <laughs> I might have said French, I don't know. Um I was able to get an appointment from them in Iguarada in February, you know, a couple of months from now. 
And when I called the number that I found associated with the ad, you know, um, I, I spoke with someone and, you know, they were telling me as a journalist, like he, he realized I was a journalist. Um, he was telling me that he had no idea what this was all about. And ah, so once you said you were a journalist, he was kind of like, oh, I don't know yeah, what this is. Yeah, I was like, hey, okay, I, I, I'm suspect. reporting on um, Nia. How, how do you get an appointment in, in Barcelona specifically? And um, he told me he had no idea what I was talking about. And right after our call, you know, we go on the ad and it's no longer up. The website is down. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit suspicious. Well, it's definitely something that we're going to keep investigating. If you're listening to this and thinking that we've missed something, we're very open to tips and leads. You can email catalannews at acn.cat or give us a private message on any of our social media channels. Time now for our Catalan phrase. What's it this week, Christina? Well, I thought it'd be very apt, you know, given the subject matter. And uh, so it's poca vergonya. Poca vergonya, which is like shameless? No, is that right? Yep, really poca vergonya. (laughs) Little shame. Little shame, yeah. So um, I can't think why why you've picked that one for today. (laughs) I'm not throwing any accusations around there, but, you know. Poca vergonya. And that's all we've got time for today. Huge thanks to everyone, again, who got in touch with us. Christina and Killian, thanks very much to the two of you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Lorcan. And thanks, of course, to you for tuning in. We're back again next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink. Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catalan News, bye for now. Adeo. <laughs>